very uh, eventful Sunday today, so that's why we are late. And uh, uh, as you all know, the devil is busy all of the time, and the demons are too. And so, uh, however, we're still going to go on in the name of the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, our family, friends, and foes. That's right. Thank you. And I have been saying that right for many years. Family, friends, and foes. But that's all right. Jesus promised that our greatest enemies will be they of our own household. And uh, to the standing between the living and the dead. Prayer, devotional. Memorial, family, and uh, evangelistic service family members, my beloved. Uh, This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 541. Where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows you to and allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today we are reading Second Chronicles chapter 7 verses 11 through 22. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for answering uh, my prayers earlier uh, as we were expecting a withering satanic attack. And I thank you, Lord, for thwarting the plans of the devil and the demons of hell 
and even people who are filled with demons. And Lord, thank you for hearing my prayers today. And thank you, Lord, for giving us sweet victory uh, over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And Holy Father God, I do pray <clears throat> in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I am so proud of Daniqua, Daniel Ezekiel, and Danielle, and, uh, and the great work that they have done down through the years and that they're doing even today. And, uh, and they have not allowed the devil to discombobulate them. What a sweet victory this is today. Uh, that your gospel still goes forward and forth. And uh, Holy Father God, I do pray for salvation, spiritual, family, and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical uh, blessings. I thank you for answering the prayer that you told me to write before the plague. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. Holy Father God, prepare us for good days and bad days. The devil and others thought that this was going to be a bad day, but it is a good day and a very peaceful day. Thank you, Lord, for uh, that and also uh, the rest of the prayer. Prepare us for uh, celebrations and tragedies, and Lord, you have blessed us with many, many celebrations, way more than tragedies. For Lord, we've only had a couple in over 34 years of marriage. And Holy Father God, I pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death. Thank you for hearing and answering that prayer. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and preparing us against this uh, day that the devil thought he was going to gain a victory. And uh, I give you all of the glory, the praise, and the honor. And uh, Lord, I pray for those of us who are saved. For Jesus Christ's sake, have continued mercy and grace upon us, and please forgive us of our sins, our faults, and failures. Holy Father God, I still pray for the salvation of my own wife, Marika White, who uh, honestly, Lord, acted like a saved woman today. Uh, however, I still have my doubts, and I pray that she would humble herself and uh, truly come to know you as Savior. And, uh, Lord, help her not to ever act like her mother or her great aunt or her other aunt, Cynthia. And, Lord, give her victory through Christ <coughs> that she does not end up 
like them. And Holy Father God, uh, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, I pray that you would make this day uh, her birthday, Lord, a salvation day by the power of your grace, by the power of your Holy Spirit. <clears throat> As you know, Lord, I've never pressured her to get saved uh, because that would not be salvation because you don't pressure people. You gently nudge us. You set us up to get saved. I don't even know how you do it, but it's amazing to me. And Lord, I pray for the salvation of all of my ch children, all of my offspring. Lord, it was so good to see uh, my daughter Danny and my daughter Danita and uh, how much love uh, they showed me today and what they're trying to help me with. And Lord, I pray that you would continue to bless them, lead them and guide them and direct them in the way that you want them to go. And Holy Father God, I do pray that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias. Uh, out of my own wife, Marika White, and uh, anybody else in my family, my family extended. Uh, her mother, her great aunt, and her aunt. And I pray that you would save their souls, change their lives, and help them to act like saved people. I thank you, Lord, for showing uh, today what I've been preaching about and teaching about for years. And, <clears throat> and I thank you, Lord, that uh, my children were able to see it as well. And so, Lord, I pray that uh, you would indeed rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts. Uh, Lord, from our family and from all other Christian families around the world uh, and ministries around the world, give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving and mourning. And Holy Father God, let your will be done. And Holy Father God, I do pray that you would uh, indeed give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Oh, Lord, here this evening. And please rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts. Oh, Lord, from our family, both sides of our family. And uh, Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would deliver each and every one of us uh, this evening from temptation, evil, and sin. 
Grant us, Lord, your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. And Holy Father God, I'm so appreciative of what my daughter Daniqua did today. What a great victory and blessing. And uh, Holy Father God, you have used her and these children mightily for your glory, praise, and honor. And what a blessing that is. And Holy Father God, I do pray that you would uh, grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right. And to do that which is pleasing in your sight, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would indeed help us all to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and repent and get back to you our first love. Thank you, Lord, for using me mightily as a prophet to this nation and to the world. And Lord, I thank you for warning me that uh, uh, for over a year now uh, that this kind of thing was afoot. And so, Holy Father God, I'm not surprised, I'm not shocked. And I thank you so much for your peace that passes all understanding, your joy unspeakable, <coughs> and your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. And Holy Father God, I do pray, uh, Lord, uh, today, uh, that uh, you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving and mourning. And Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, grant me your energy and your strength, your unction and your anointing, your freedom and your liberty and the power of your Holy Spirit to preach your holy word, to preach your holy gospel, to teach your holy word. As you know, Lord, this has become one of my favorite services. And we thank you, Lord. It's been a blessing to thousands of folks around the world. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, Lord, even though I was informed by you uh, that uh, uh, some negativity was coming, I do praise you and I thank you for preparing me for it and giving me peace that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. And Lord, I do pray that you would continue uh, to do that for not only myself but everybody here 
and everybody out there. Holy Father God, lift our burdens, our cares, our worries, and our anxieties. Fill us with your peace and with your joy. And then, Lord, help us all who are saved to truly confess our sins, our failures, and our faults. And to to do right by you. And then, Lord, deliver us from all of our distresses and afflictions, cares and worries and anxieties, troubles, problems and fears from our hearts and minds, souls and spirits. Deliver us also from all of our tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you deliver us, all of us, from our spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems uh, for the rest of the children who are in college, that they would graduate as their older siblings have done. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would indeed uh, give them a successful and victorious life as you've done for my daughter Danny and my oldest son and my daughter Danita and my oldest son Daniel. Lord, help them to finish college even in the midst of all this happening, the coronavirus plague, now something called monkeypox, uh, hepatitis, war, things that you have led me to predict for years coming upon us because of the disobedience in the church with pastors promoting homosexuality condoning homosexuality, sanctioning, sanctioning homosexuality in the church. And so any way they can to try to get back at me, they're doing that. But Lord, I thank you for that, and I pray that you'll continue to protect me from those who follow me and who try to do harm, uh, as we uh, witnessed last night. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray, surround us all with your protection, a band of your holy angels, a wall of your holy fire, cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ and make us to be whiter than snow. Lord, protect us as we may travel today. Protect us, Lord, and grant us traveling mercies. Protect us, Lord, from uh, ourselves, our flesh, and from the devil and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ and make us to be whiter than snow on the inside. Now, Lord, I do pray for the salvation of the lost for the revival of the saved. Have your Holy Ghost to move mightily upon their hearts and heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving. 
have your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word to move mightily upon the hearts of the people gathered around the world, uh, even some of our enemies. Lord, speak to their hearts as well. And receive all glory to your name. Lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For we pray and in his name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, in the back, cut that back on, cut that on over there and swing it around. If you don't need it, if you're, if you're comfortable, if you don't need it, don't worry about it. Second Chronicles chapter 7 verses 11 through 22. Thus Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house and all that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of the Lord and in his own house he prosperously effected. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for an house of sacrifice. And if I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever. And mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. And as for thee, if thou wilt walk before me, as David thy father walked, and do according to all that I have commanded thee, and shalt observe my statutes and my judgments. Then will I establish the throne of thy kingdom, according as I have covenanted with David thy father, saying, There shall not fail thee a man to be ruler in Israel, but if ye turn away and forsake my statutes and my commandments, which I have set before you, and shall go and serve other gods and worship them, then will I pluck them up by the roots out of my land which I have given them, and this house which I have sanctified for my name. I will cast out of my sight, pardon me, for my name will I cast out of my sight and will make it to be a proverb 
and a byword among all nations. And this house which is high shall be an astonishment to everyone that passeth by it, so that he shall say, Why hath the Lord done thus unto this land and unto this house? And it shall be answered, Because they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, and laid hold on other gods, and worshipped them, and served them. Therefore hath he brought all this evil upon them. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, shall we pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. And I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for how it spoke to our hearts, once again, even including a familiar passage to millions of Christians around the world. And so, Lord, help us to obey it. In fact, we prayed about it earlier. Help us to humble ourselves, to pray, to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways, and to repent. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International. With the Scripture and the Sense podcast, number 970, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry Commentary. <coughs> uh, pardon me. This podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 8 where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, and that is the church, it is our prayer that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened. Uh, today, uh, my beloved, we're reading Malachi chapter 2 verse 17, shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, so much for this day, a day I've been waiting on for several years. And I thank you for answering my many prayers and thwarting uh, a devil-inspired situation. And uh, 
proving how that your word is so true that your greatest enemies will be they of your own household and your own family. And a prophet is not without honor, save in his own household and family. And Lord, I thank you for fortifying that, uh, Lord, in my heart and mind down through the years. So, uh, to the point where it does not even phase me, I'm down for whatever you are down for, and whatever you want done. And I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And so, Holy Father God, I thank you for your holy word. Here we are in the last book of the Bible, and all of your holy, uh, the last book in the Old Testament, rather, and all of your holy word is such a blessing and so good uh, to us and to our souls, for those of us who are saved. And I do pray that you will speak to our hearts, save those who are lost, revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Verse 17. Ye have wearied the Lord with your words. Yet ye say, Wherein have we wearied him? When we say, Everyone that doeth evil is good in the sight of the Lord. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that's what Unfortunately and sadly, pastors that we have respected and loved, uh, somehow they got paid off by the government or somebody to sanction homosexuality and homosexual marriage in the church. The reason why I have to mention that abomination so often is because this is the one that really truly gets God really upset because it is a demonic attempt to turn his world upside down if you do not think this is a concerted effort you are woefully deceived and let me disabuse you of that thought pastors Andy Stanley Otis Moss III and all of the pastors that they have influenced and sad to say their cohorts Ed Stetzler and J.D. Greer and others black and white, white leaders of the Southern Baptist Convention leaders of the National Baptist Convention men that we thought we could trust and that uh, we thought that God could trust. They have allowed this to happen. That's why poor, lost, heathen people are out defending themselves, standing by themselves, the author, and I never thought I would have to defend the author of Harry Potter. And she's still standing strong. Thank God the new president of uh, Discover Channel and uh, CNN and all of that, he said the other day, and I believe we ran it, that he's going to, he doesn't care what the woke crowd says, uh, 
which is led by homosexuals and lesbians and transgender people. He does not care what they say. He's bringing the author of Harry Potter back and he's hiring her to help make the next movies for Harry Potter. I said, go ahead. Amen. <coughs> Pardon me. She stood by herself, a female author, against this damnable heresy and foolishness of trying to make men into women and women into men by herself. Pastors didn't even stand up with her. Andy Stanley didn't stand up with her. Otis Moss III didn't stand up with her. Some of the pastors uh, around here in Texas didn't stand up with her. In the Southern Baptist Convention, National Baptist Convention, she had to stand alone by herself. Another dear lady up in Norway, she had to stand alone. Thank God the Christian Post stood with us as we exposed that damnable situation up there. And poor parents, even in your churches now, as Dr. Brown, Michael Brown, I think his name is, has pointed out when he wrote a heartbreaking article about people in the church now got daughters and sons who come back from school saying they are a boy saying she's a, he's a girl now. A girl saying he's a she's a boy now. I can't, I can't even get, uh, get it out myself. It's so demonic, satanic, and confusing. And some of you pastors ought to be ashamed of yourself. Allowing homosexuals in the church. They can visit, but they can't be members. Not in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because once you make them members, they, are, they have the rights and privileges to do whatever they want to do. Work in the nursery as a transgender devil. Excuse me. Hom a lesbian, homosexual, back there with your children. And then they're going to come to church as a transvestite. There are some pastors who have already been pastors to teach the little children. They're at your library. They're at your schools. Oh, the devil tried to pull a fast one on me, but God had already warned me, so I'm fired up and ready to go. And Sister Hermoth, I'm ready to eat as well. So prepare me a plate. I know my daughter Danny will and my daughter Danita will. And I'm looking forward to it. Just don't put any poison in it. Her mouth is my mother-in-law. <laughs> and everybody knows about mother-in-laws. Alright, just get me a plate. I don't need to talk with you. Just get me a plate. And don't put any, don't put no hex on it now. Don't be putting no pins and a little doll on me. I'm fired up and ready to go more now than ever. But there's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. And I'm here to tell you, back to the issue at hand. You pastors who have said homosexuality is good, it is not a sin. These devils, people who are homosexuals and lesbians and all of that, which by the way, 
Thank you, homosexuals. Thank you, Pastor Andy Stanley. Thank you, Ed Stetzer. Thank you, Oldest Monster Third. Thank you for monkeypox. The devil is a lie. Thank you. Okay, because here we go. You wouldn't stop it. God is aiming to stop it. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and if one of my children get monkeypox or coronavirus, uh, I'm going to send you the bill. Because you have brought that on us. And your other little pastor friends who don't have enough sense to follow God, they're following you. And some dumb church leader magazine. Some evil church leader magazine. Some evil outreach magazine. Great names. I'm not too sure about the church leader thing. It should be church servants. The devil is a lie. Don't get me started here today. But, but that's what has happened. Here come the monkeypox. Now, my friends, you certainly you don't want the coronavirus plague. Bless your heart. But you certainly don't want the monkeypox. And by the way, they need to change that name. And they also need to stop uh, uh, using only black hands to show the pictures and the graphics. Black people only got it. Don't even show up like like it shows shows up on the white folks. And they're the ones who mostly have it. It's all up in Europe. It's really not taking over Africa yet. That, but that's how you. That's what you want to say. You know, you want to say they come from Africa. No, no, no. It come from that homosexual meeting they had over there uh, in Spain, and it's spreading across Europe, and it's coming is is in Britain, Great Britain, and now it's coming to America. You know who sent it? God. Because he's trying to save us from ourselves. The devil is a lie. Pardon me, this is another AIDS thing for the homosexual community. They used to call it Jerry Farwell, Senior Revenge. And now they can call it Daniel White III, Revenge. Because I've warned you and I've told you. Especially in the church. And now you're going to have monkeypox in the church. Look at me real good and see if I'm playing. Pastor. Back to the text. You have wearied the Lord with your words. I had three different messages to preach today. I may not preach all of them today. But I think I... I think God led me to the right one. Glory be to God. You have really the Lord. You won the Lord out. With your words. You lying pastors. And lying priests. And by the way. I told the pastor. The bishop so called. Of San Francisco. Home of homosexuality. The capital of Sodomites. I said, now here you are, look at you, what you're doing. I told you not to do this. Here you are, refusing to serve communion to one of your church members, who is the head of Congress, I forget her name, Nancy Pelosi, deep Catholic. And I told you, what you need to do, Bishop, 
Because we, we have caught you driving drunk. And you have been accused of covering up sodomites, homosexuals, men who have molested children, women who have molested children, nuns who have raped children with the crucifix. And I told him, and I told him before, don't, don't refuse to give communion to Nancy Pelosi. Unless she gets the nerve up, she really doesn't want to do it, but she has a whole lot on you and on the Catholic Church, including the popes. And if she gets the nerve up, and she's a bad woman, to investigate you and the Catholic Church, man, that, that's stupid. Tell her you want to refuse the President communion, and you are guilty of worse than what they have done. That's right, homosexuality is worse than abortion. Because the babies can't even come with a man sticking his penis in a man's butt or mouth. Oh, no, 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 don't get upset. Hold on, Sister Hermos, we all right. Hold on. And, and your friend with you. You know she needs to be saved. But you've always been cool with me. Just hold on. And then you make sure that Danny and Anita fix my plate. That's all right. We're going to be, we're going to be, we're going to be all right. Her mother is my mother outlaw. I mean in-law. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Bishop, you need to rescind that. And here's what you need to do, Bishop, over San Francisco. Don't you serve communion, you devil. If you can't serve her, don't, you can't serve the president, don't serve communion at all because all of you people are taking communion and giving communion unworthily. And many, many millions have died. Even in your church, Mr. Bishop, Because they have taken communion for years unworthily. See, you thought that passage meant that God would kill you right then. No, God does not roll like that. God is very merciful and very gracious. And God is very long-suffering. Oh, but, but see, as the old saints used to say, the will of God grinds slow. <laughs> but it grinds slow. Yet you say, wherein have we wearied him? And lock it back. Tell me he's actually preaching live right now. When you say, everyone that doeth evil is good in the sight of the Lord, and he delighteth in them, or where is the God of judgment? That's what pastors have done in the church. 
across this country and around the globe. They have called evil good and God is not pleased and that's why we're in a plague of long continuance with the coronavirus plague as well as now monkeypox, hepatitis, everything is breaking loose. Because you did not believe God, you did not believe the word of God, you did not believe his prophet, I warned you. And now look at the mess we're in. War, being threatened by uh, nuclear bombs. Because pastors, even some pastors from Dallas Theological Seminary, one of the greatest seminaries, I thank the Lord that Dr. Tony Evans kept me back from some things. He knew what he was doing. I would have been in that mess. God told me otherwise, and God told him he doesn't need that. I believe I believe God's going to use him in a mighty fashion, and he has. And he has stood by God in the word as well. He's nicer than I am. He'll hug your neck on the way to the pulpit. And then he's going to cut you up with words. You're not even going to realize it. Uh, you got to get it by freight. So, okay. Everybody's different. So, my beloved, that was Malachi 2.17. Now, here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it further. With the power of the Holy Ghost. And with the Bible knowledge commentary. This oracle has a striking contrast between its first and last verses. Though the people had changed in their views on God's justice, God himself had not changed. Glory be to God. God himself has not changed. Glory be to God. God changeth not. The Bible says the Son of God never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Neither do his covenant promises. Therefore Israel's faith and the hope should have been stabilized. But it wasn't. Like the people of the day who are supposed to be the people of God. And by the way, I'm still calling on if Ed Stesser is going to support and prop up Andy Stanley. He needs to resign so-called church leaders, which I kind of love. And like. I mean, I kind of like. Let me say it that way. I don't love it because they're always coddling pastors like little babies. Don't say this to your pastor members. It may push him over the edge. He's already close. When some of these pastors need to be pushed over the edge, which I said many years ago, and thank, uh, I'm thankful that over 50% 
have resigned and quit, or they want to quit. Because they were, they, they were not called by God in the first place. And Andy Stanley is a volunteer. He was never called by God. That was by his own admission. And so we have pastors today who have called not only evil, but an abomination good. The homosexuals told the pastors when they paid them off, we want you to say that homosexuality is not even a sin. Well, adultery is a sin. We don't let members into the church committing adultery. Are they living in adultery? Most godly pastors are not going to do that. Even young people committing adultery or fornication, if they know the church knows that, they, they are not allowed to make them members. They can come until they get saved because evidently they're not saved. Even a drunkard can't be a member of the church. However, she was acting and talking as if she had no God to believe in or hope for, like the church today. Most people in the church, that's why I'm preaching like I'm preaching, even about my own wife. I do not, after 34 years of marriage, I do not believe my wife is saved. She acted like a saved woman today, and I thank God for that. Um, but I pray that it would become permanent in her life, for her own good, for God's glory. <clears throat> and that's, I, I believe that's the reason why God is leading me to preach like I'm preaching. I'm, we're trying to get you saved. Don't worry about us. Worry about yourself, being in the church, religious and lost. Therefore, ironically, the God whose word to people of faith is that he does not change or grow weary, is now said to be wearied with this people's faith, faithless and hopeless and ungodly and lying words, calling good evil and evil good. You know, my greatest enemies, not only people in my own family, but people in my own church, in churches. Pastors are my greatest enemies. And their wives hate my guts, many of them, because I call them a Jezebel, because they, they're married to Ahab, and they control Ahab, so therefore they control the church, and Jesus is against it. He mentioned it in the Old Testament and in the New. Remember, Jezebel was thrown out of the window. No, we're not throwing anybody out of the window. So don't accuse me of that. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. She was thrown out of the window, and the dogs ate her. She was that bad in God's sight. And the Jezebel in the church is worse. And Jesus is against her. Pastor's wife. They're mad at me also because I preach that a woman ought to submit to her husband. They can't stand that. So my greatest enemies are they of my own household, my family members. And people in the church. Pastors and pastors' wives especially. In fact, I believe uh, some of the negativity that uh, has come against me has become has come against me because of pastors' wives influencing their pastor husbands to try to start some mess with me. Again, the people were portrayed as being oblivious to their sin. How have we wearied him? We have not 
weary God. We are not worn God out by our lies and calling evil good. It's okay. And so, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, uh, let's pray and move on to our third segment, the family segment. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray and I thank you for your holy word. For you gave it in a powerful way. And Lord, you know, I didn't even even really uh, expect to do all of that. But you did. And I thank you for that. And Holy Father God, speak to the hearts of your people to confess their sins and repent. And I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ now that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick. As we deal now first with the family segment and pray for others. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. As you know, in the what I have dubbed the family verses, uh, the family segment, we're now on the husband and God commanding the husband. Ephesians 5, 25 verses uh, through rather 32. The Bible reads, Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies, He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. And as I have said many times, loving your wife does not mean letting your wife have her way and disobey you and not submit to you. Uh, God has uh, made it clear God has commanded the wife to do that and uh, you can have a wonderful peaceful loving quiet marriage if you do it God's way what most men have done is like my dad did who loved his wife and loved his children probably more uh, than what he should have and because he let us all have our way and it was a total mess and total chaos and uh, uh, that's not how you do it that's not love 
letting your wife and children have their way. Now when they turn, <coughs> when the children turn 18, pardon me, they can do what they want to do. <coughs> you can't stand in their way in America. You can't even stand in your way, stand in the way of your wife, sir. She can leave at any time she wants in America. That's just the American way. Makes no difference whether she's right or wrong. And I have told my wife, even before we got married, anytime you want to go, you can go. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord here. And we're not going to do it uh, your parents' way, because that didn't work out. Your auntie's way, because that didn't work out. We're not going to do it my parents' way, because that didn't work out. I am thankful that they remained married until death did them part. And so, you know, because, see, the reason why I say that to you men and women is because, really, in God's sight, you don't have a marriage if you don't do it God's way. You have an American-style marriage where you can do whatever you want to do and, and uh, divorce for no reason and all that kind of stuff, and, and you're welcome to do that. But in God's sight, as a Christian, uh, that's not going to work out well for you. And your decision will be uh, uh, like a death for years to come. So, husband, love your wives. Love them just like you love yourself. But at the same time, tell them the truth and do not compromise because the marriage is not going to work that way. Because I have always told my wife the truth. I've never lied to my wife about anything, even about bad things. Uh, and because I've never let her have her way inside my family. The only time she can have her way is when she wants to leave. But she's not going to have her way while living under my roof. Because you don't have a marriage. You don't have a family. In God's sight. And you, you're going to have chaos and confusion. That's why we have so many divorces in the marriage. They, are, they look all great and wonderful. And then all of a sudden we see them in the funny papers. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, do what God has commanded you to do. Don't worry about your mother-in-law, your father-in-law. Uh, I told my wife, and my wife reminded me of this today. That I told her before we got married, we're going to do it God's way or no way. So if, you, if you're on board for that, then we'll, we'll do it God's way. But we're not going to do it your parents' way or my parents' way. And it doesn't matter to me what they think. It doesn't matter to me what my parents think. At all. Never has. Because I'm the head of this household. And notice what... Uh, before I close this section, that last verse says, I think it's the last verse. Uh, uh, the next one up, I think. Okay, here you go. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. The greatest relationship, the most powerful relationship in the world, is between a husband and a wife. And it, uh, uh, it is uh, far and above, far away, and above, over, even 
the parent and the child. My mother-in-law, Hermoth, does not have any say about my family and my wife and what we do, nor does my mother. And uh, we have treated them equally by not being in touch with them as much, so as not to let them influence our family. And I thank God I did that and kept my uh, children even away from them while growing up because I didn't want them to be negatively influenced by either side. And so they're older now and they are strong enough to uh, make their own decisions and do the right thing if they choose to do so. And so with that said, ladies and gentlemen, let's pray for others. Pray for uh, other families. Some saved, some not. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for the salvation of families that don't know your Savior and individuals in families who claim to be Christian families who are not saved. And we pray that they would choose to do it your way so that they can have a long marriage as my wife and I have. And we pray also for uh, families that uh, claim to, I mean, families that don't know you as Savior. We pray for their salvation so that they can utilize and obey your holy word and do marriage and family the right way. And uh, Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would heal all Christian marriages and family, families and save all families that are not saved. And Holy Father God, I pray also, Lord, for uh, the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, and for the comfort of the grieving around the world. And Holy Father God, I pray for all people who name the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, help us all to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent. Also, Lord, I pray that you would have mercy and grace upon us and forgive us of our sins, our failures, and our faults of not obeying your great commandment or your great commission. And Holy Father God, I also pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, for all people who are in government, from the President of the United States on down, to government leaders around the world who are in disarray and shocked because of the mess and the sin that they have allowed in the church and have colluded with the government to have it to come to pass. The abomination of homosexuality and something that even Lot never heard of, homosexual marriage. And so, Lord, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will uh, Bless Israel. We pray that you will. Uh, we pray for peace, for the peace of Jerusalem. 
And we pray for the salvation of the lost around the world who are caught up in this confusion. And Lord, what is so sad, the church is not leading the way. And so therefore, so many people who are lost, they don't even know what's happening. They don't know what's happening to their school boards. They don't know what's happening. They don't know that this is a concerted effort by the devil and devilish people to destroy uh, individuals and families. And Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would uh, indeed protect all people, all of your Christian people who are being persecuted even by their own families in this country and around the globe. Protect them and bless them and provide for them. And Lord, grant them your grace in their trying hours and in their dying hours, if that be your will. And Holy Father God, uh, we pray also in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we pray, Lord, for the people, millions of people who are hurting from the coronavirus plague and now we have the threat of millions of people hurting and dying from something uh, which is a sounds very nasty monkeypox and it looks very nasty and Lord I had a sense because of how it looked that it was a sexually transmitted thing it's just nasty God have mercy and Lord, I pray that you would continue to protect our family from such evil and from these diseases. Thank you for doing so to this point. And Lord, I pray that you will um, comfort these people who are suffering from some things that they don't even know what. So Holy Father God, Draw them to yourself for salvation. Heal them as you see fit. Comfort them as you see fit. And Holy Father God, we pray for some by name. As we pray for millions, we pray for a few by name as we've done for nearly 800 services since the coronavirus plague. For the family and friends of Louisiana resident Elva Williams Bankston, we pray for the family and friends of Michigan resident Ernesto Vela. We pray for the family and friends of Massachusetts resident Paula Haley. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Abdul Ahad Wahab. And we pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Tazroon Wahab as well. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for the prayer requests that, that have come in. We pray for the thousands of folks who have sent in prayer requests. Hear and answer their prayers and hear and answer our prayers with them. And Holy Father God, we pray for uh, the thousands of people who have sent in prayer requests. Thank you for hearing and answering our prayers, thousands of answers to prayer down through the years. But we still pray for them as well as these people. We pray for salvation, spiritual, family, life, financial, material, protection and provision, mental and physical, uh, life blessings. And Lord, we pray for these folks by name, new prayer requests, Pastor Bushibi, 
Uh, he's giving praise and uh, thank yous for the fruitful prayer meetings they had. Uh, he also is making a request. Please bless them with the new roofs for the churches. Thank you, Lord, that Melanie passed her school exams and bless her with her American visa. We pray, Lord, uh, and we thank you for being a part of these prayer requests. We pray that you'd heal Timothy from abdominal pains, and we thank you for the rain amid drought. Deliver them from drought. Bless them with a new water well. We also pray, Lord, for Tammy. Please bless her with the money she needs. We pray, Lord, for Jensen. Please destroy the works of Satan in his life and give them abundant life. Completely deliver him from all evil spirits and witchcraft. Help him not to feel lonely. Give him healing, health, prosperity, and the Holy Spirit's anointing in his mind, soul, body, and life. Give him complete healing in his mind and thoughts. Bless him with a good job and house. Protect him from the coronavirus plague. And Lord, we pray also for the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. Help them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. We pray for Christy, Galigaki, Jody, Rusa, and Elvis. And Lord, we also pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you. We pray that you will, and Lord, as you know, we did not invite them to do this, to write in and let us know this, nor have we uh, given them an invitation to do this. It's all you. And so we thank you for allowing us to be a small part through the preaching of your word. And we pray that you'll help them to grow in the faith as well. Nibelum, Maureen, Tudral, and Deborah, and Emmy as well. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friends, if you are not saved, if you're not born again, uh, you need to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ before it is eternally too late. And here's how. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means we all of age have lied. We all of age have stolen something at least once in our lives from our grandparents, from our parents. Even change out of the drawer, out of their purse to go buy some now laters. Uh, I even stole a red little Bible. They had given me a red Bible, a little Bible like this, in elementary school back in the day. Uh, but I was so wicked, I guess, I don't know what was happening, because uh, I was not a lover of church. I last one out, I said, oh, the Bibles are so pretty. I went into the box on the teacher's desk and stole a Bible. And you know that's wicked. And some of us, many of us, have lusted in our hearts towards uh, you know, a person or thing. Many of us have disobeyed and dishonored my, uh, our parents. And, uh, and I, thank you, uh, I thank the Lord that, uh, uh, 
that has not been a big problem in my family, but with my children, but uh, they have done so too. I have done it. And uh, how about dishonoring God, disobeying God by taking his name in vain, sinning against the Lord? And therefore, we're all sinners. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Secondly, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. There's a punishment for sin. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sins. And God wants you to know that if God allows you to die for your sins off of this beautiful ball called earth, hanging on nothing but his power, then he will allow you to go to hell. You need to understand that no matter how much he loves you. If you don't believe in his son, Jesus Christ. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. As I speak. You need to understand that. If you're not saved by the grace of God through believing in Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ preached more on hell than anybody else. Jesus Christ said in Mark 9, 43 through 48, And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter halt into life than having two feet to be cast into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. So please understand, whether you believe it or not, your unbelief does not change the fact. You're on your way to a devil's hell if you're truly not born again. Lay aside your pride, humble yourself down, and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shall be saved. Because hell is bad news, but I do have some good news for you. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart tonight, and he will. Romans 10:9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, 
thou you shall be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven, to be with God forever. Dear friend, believe in your heart. This goes for all of my family members, be they for me or against me, friends and foes, white and black and red and yellow, all across the country and around the globe. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that he suffered and he bled and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead, and you uh, and rose from the dead by the power of God. So believe in him. Pray and ask him to save you. Call on his name and he will save your soul. Follow me in prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of all of my sins and turn from my evil ways and follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name I pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that you, that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, And uh, by the power of God, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do after you enter through the door. Jesus Christ said in John 10, 9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. If you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com 
and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well. And we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved. God loves you. We love you. And may God bless you real good. And her mouth, that includes you and your friend. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time. Let's all stand for our closing prayer. As we hear the beautiful song, I'll Fly Away. I may be back late on tonight to preach a special message, but if not, by the grace of God, I'll be back tomorrow. Let's pray. Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We praise you and we thank you so much for what you have done all day long. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for what you have done. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering my prayers down through the years. Lord, to the point where I didn't have to pray that hard today, I was already ready for it. And uh, I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. Help us to take heed to your holy word. Some will, some will not. But before it's all over, I do pray that everybody under the sound of my voice may come to know your Savior and uh, start living for you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake and revive your saints. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, as we listen to the beautiful song, I'll Fly Away. <laughs>